Welcome to the Astrology Hub podcast. I'm Amanda Pruel Walsh, founder of Astrology Hub and your host for our flagship show. We explore the many ways astrology can support you in your relationships, career, health, and personal growth. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast episode is brought to you by Astrology Hub's Inner Circle. Awaken your soul, find connection, and transform your life with the world's top astrologers in a heart-centered community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. I am so happy that you're here and that you've tuned into this episode. For those of you who are new to our channel, welcome. You have just joined a worldwide astrological conversation that's happening here every single week. For those of you who are returning to the channel, thank you so much for being a part of our community, for tuning into our episodes, for sharing them, for commenting on them. We love engaging with you and we love just knowing that you're out here, uh, that you're out there and that you're listening. And today's story is actually really, really magical for me personally, because I'm getting to meet someone who has been tuning into Astrology Hub for years. And so to have this opportunity to get to know the community and to hear their stories and to share with all of you how deeply astrology has impacted people's lives, I think that, for one, I hope that you find it inspiring that anywhere that you are at in your journey, that you listen to these stories and you find yourself in the stories and in the the process of transformation because that's really what these, this series of stories that we're sharing here on the podcast, it's really what it's all about is stories of transformation and how we have these really big moments in our lives that when you start to understand astrology, you start to see that they're fated moments, that they're written in our charts, that there's periods of time where change is happening. It's part of the script of our lives. And it's amazing to see how astrology so often enters into people's lives at the perfect time to provide support, to provide guidance, to actually literally be a light that helps people through. I know that certainly was the case in my life. And you're going to hear from Jeff today, who had um, a, a similar but very different experience as well. So I want to welcome to the show Jeff today. Jeff, has named himself a student of the cosmic sciences. He's also an inner circle member. And I'm just thrilled to be here today with Jeff, who's in the Netherlands. And um, Jeff, welcome to the Astrology Hub podcast. It's so great to have you. Thank you, Amanda. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, it's very nice to have a dialogue with you when I've been seeing just one-sided um, your presentations all these years. So to finally be able to talk back to you is wonderful. Oh my gosh, for me too. These have been, it's, and I was telling Jeff before we went live, this has been one of the most delightful experiences for me is to actually get to meet our members, even in the, in the process of creating podcast episodes for all of you. But for me, it's amazing to be able to meet members really directly and hear their stories. And it's so inspiring. I'm, I usually walk away like glowing for days. So if you have also been inspired by these stories, and you would love to be a part of this community that we have at Astrology Hub, the inner circle. Now is a great time to join. We only open once or twice a year. And I think this year it will probably be one time. 
So if you're interested in just checking it out, learning from our astrologers, going more deeply into your astrological studies, but also being surrounded by an amazing group of souls who are really um, using astrology to understand themselves better, to understand the people in their lives better, to, to use astrology as a tool for transformation, the inner circle is absolutely the place to be for that. So you can go to astrologyhub.com slash IC23. That's I as an inner, C as in circle, 23. And join us now. Enrollment is only open through April 4th. So we just have, have a few more days left. Go and check it out. There's no contract when you join. So if you want to hop in, see if you like it. And if it's not right for you, you can leave it anytime. But obviously, we'd love to have you for a while. Okay, so Jess, what was your life like before astrology came into it? Okay, so, well, we have to go back. I grew up in a very um, kind of chaotic situation with a um, father that had a lot of um, issues, let's say, and then was also very religious, strict, conservative environment. And so I grew up with this idea that astrology was always something that was like almost evil, I guess you could say, or at least forbidden. And of course, obviously, everybody said it wasn't true anyway, but I, even as a young boy, remember like whenever I would see a newspaper or magazine, I would look at the horoscopes anyway, just out of curiosity. But I ended up going into a very left brain field of um, computer technology and, and data sciences. And um, you know, obviously lots, I think a lot of in touch with my intuition um, because I always Felt I had a very intuitive side for me, but it was really only kind of blocked because of family, I guess, and societal pressures and such. And so what happened is that in 2012, I had what I call my Carmageddon moment. And then uh, that was about... I love that. I think we had a Carmageddon moment in 2012 as well. That I love that. Yeah, I've heard about yours, and mine is in some ways similar, but it also involved the ending of a marriage and, and the death of a parent and also kind of a midlife crisis and reassessment. And um, out of that situation, kind of a friend of a friend offered to do a free astrological reading for me. I was living in America at the time in, in Washington State. And she offered to do that. And there were just so many um, things that she would, you know, just say it that like, wait, well, and you just know this because of the position of the stars that was burning it uh, the day I was born. And it just, I guess, sparked something in me at that point. But I had really so many things going on. I had spent two years in Italy in the early 90s. And as my life, I guess just say, was falling apart in the U.S., I ended up going through a divorce and a bankruptcy. I decided to take my, I'm a Sagittarius rising type, so I decided to uh, honor my Sagittarius nature and um, go and teach English in, in Italy um, because of, through contact of contact. I had, he was the owner of, an, of a language school. And so, um, I did that for um, a year now. I also did a master's degree because the really the only way I could stay over there was with a student visa. So I completed a, a master's degree in, in in urban planning and technology, 
while I was there teaching English. And um, I had felt sort of during that time cultivating my interest and passion in astrology, but would never admit it to anybody, even my own family. Um, but it was still kind of there in the background. And then I ended up in a situation where I met somebody, she was Italian, and we that kind of led to a, a journey of, she was very, not the opposite of religious, almost like no interest at all in spirituality. And so I let that whole piece of me, um, again, kind of um, go underground, I guess you could say, but still the, um, I still felt there was something missing that some, some part of my brain, like the intuitive right side of my brain needed to be um, honored and, um, and acknowledged somehow. And so during that period, um, like when I had free time or whatever, I would research various astrological topics. And then um, in 2000, I knew that there was going to be a big eclipse in America in 2017 that would cross over the whole U.S. And I know some things about that. And then just out of the blue came up there, all these webinars about the eclipse and about the astrology of the eclipse. So that sounds pretty interesting. So um, I ended up um, using my technological skill to actually download them because I can listen to them when they were streaming live and then listening to them late at night when I was able to. And I just became fascinated at that point with what you were doing at the Astrology Hub and even more on what eclipses were. And, um, you know, in my own turn, I've had my own experiences with eclipses, which I'll get to later. But from that, um, I, in 2019, I just decided that after my father, my other parent did pass away, um, I was there, um, on my own for a period of a couple months, trying to take care of affairs, clean out the house. And, um, so the past the time I decided to join the inner circle and get access to all the guides and the master classes and, you know, everything I've been wanting to kind of explore over the past year, year and a half or so that I hadn't had the uh, time or opportunity to do. And so that was my introduction to the inner circle. And um, since that point, I've watched, I think, every or just about every new moon and full moon forecast. Because of being in Europe, I wasn't really able to participate live, but um, that really doesn't matter because it's a worldwide platform. You just go when you can and... Um, it's almost, it's almost like you're, you're being there. There really is no difference. Wow. Okay. I have several questions, but that, that's an amazing story. I love that you were exploring. It's, it's, it's almost like because astrology was forbidden, it was probably one of the reasons why when you were younger, you were like drawn to it. Right. And then the fact that you, it's been this like background curiosity and interest throughout your whole life and that you've dipped your toes in and then gone out of it and then dipped back in. I have one question about when you decided to move to Italy and teach English, you said that you you wanted to honor your Sagittarius rising nature. Did you know you were doing that at the time? Um, I had had my first astrological reading and I had always felt 
Um, like I said, I spent some time there as a religious missionary in the early 90s. Since I already knew the language. Um, and so I had always had a desire to move back there. So, um, yes, I had, I mean, I'm certainly not as familiar as I am now with the Sagittarius and, um, you know, the idea of foreign lands and um, wanderlust and all these associations that come up with that. But uh, I, I, I was yeah, somewhat familiar from just the brief description I'd read that it sounded, well, yes, that sounds like some my boys wanted to do that. Sounds like me. Yes. And I love, I love that because what it illustrates is that you don't have to know that much in order for astrology to be profoundly helpful. Like you basically knew your rising sign and you knew a little about your rising sign. But the difference is that when, I and mean, when you learned about it, it resonated so deeply that it made an impact enough for you to almost have permission to right. be who you are and, and do what what you're wired to do, which is that that international travel and that exploration, that adventure. Right. And then I mean, learning later about the ninth house, you know, I was saying Pluto, Uranus, and my uh, MC all in the ninth house. Exactly. So then you get the layers. That's that's the way right. I think of it. It's like it's like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of nuance and detail that is available to us. And at every layer, it's helpful. Like it, at every layer, no matter where you're at in the journey, there's there's pieces that you can understand, that you will understand, that will be like that breadcrumb trail that you can follow through through life. So, OK, I love that. Also, I wanted to ask you. You said that you had been tuning into you tuned, you tuned into our Great American Eclipse event, which uh, to this day in 2017, that event, first of all, was one of the, the hardest things that we've ever done. We did every single day. There was a, a live broadcast in the Eclipse portal. So from new moon to full moon every single day. And it was so intense. But it was also so amazing. And it was one of those events. And I was telling Jeff before we went live that I knew we had to do it, but I didn't know why. It was like very clear. Sometimes the instructions I feel from the universe are very, very, very clear. Like you will do this event. It, it's it's centered around, I mean, a lot of it was spirituality. We, we did a meditation every single day, but it was all about how to like anchor love in this really pivotal moment for for this country, really, you know, and for the world as well. Anyways, so you found this in 2017. And then you were sort of tuning into some of the podcast episodes and staying in our sphere for a while. You decided to join the Inner Circle in 2019. How are the, in your own perception, how are the new and the full moon broadcasts or forecasts that you get in the Inner Circle? How are they different than just tuning into the podcast? Like, what do you get that's different or above and beyond that makes you listen to every single one, which makes me really happy, by the way? No, I think the thing about that is, one, is that the intention of the astrologers that you invite as the inner circle guide, it's not just the presentation of information. I mean, there is such a spiritual component to that where they, you know, they really try and observe and communicate what, you know, the important energies are of that particular moment of both forecasts and basically how your, you know, 
every obviously everybody's chart is different, but as a whole, you know, basically what what are the things that um, you should be aware of? I particularly like the soul alignment method, and that it's something proactive that you can you know you can actually do to participate in that moment. And I I think that's um, one of the things that I really is really drawn and I love about astrology is that it's it's almost a, a marriage in some sense of of like science and spirituality and in the sense that there's you know there's a lot of things you can deep dive about you know transits and you know solar arcs and house rulers and you can go on and on but uh, there's there's also such a spiritual component in that it's really kind of like a, a blueprint or a guide or something that um Sometimes, you know, you can give it any name of who, you know, provides that for us. I, I couldn't tell you, but, you know, there's just something to say that there's just so much and so much synchronicity and so much that resonates that it just can't be chat. I think Leanne a few weeks ago said it's the map of our soul. And yeah, I agree. The map. I agree with that. The map of our soul. Yes, exactly. And and what Jeff was referring to are the soul work assignments. So basically, the astrologers in the inner circle they'll they'll give us a read of of the astrological energies, the transits. It's 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 very instructional. Like you'll actually learn why they're saying certain things about certain transits as you listen to these forecasts. But then they also assign what we call soul work assignments, which are embodiment practices that are based on the energy of that lunar cycle but they they give you something tangible to do so it might be like a journal prompt or it might be might be some sort of exercise like we've had some some lunar cycles where it's about getting out of your comfort zone so yes. we'll have a soul work assignment of like go introduce yourself to a stranger or like spark up a conversation with someone that you wouldn't normally do and it, you know it's just a way to practice getting out of your comfort zone because that's the larger invitation of that lunar cycle for example so absolutely i i love that piece of the membership too and that has been so important to us that it's like let's let's yes we're going to learn but let's also experience the astrology because when you experience the astrology you can't forget it like once you go through a transit and you're understanding the energies of that you it, it gets like activated in you in a very different way than just learning from your head and memorizing things. It's a, it's a whole different level of understanding. So I love that you love that. I truly feel like I'm a participant in the universe. Yes. Yes. Exactly. We are, by the way, and who we are, whether or not we know it. So we may as well bring awareness to the fact that we are, right? Exactly. Conscious participant. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right, so you join the inner circle. So I know the story gets even even juicier here. So you join the inner circle in 2019. You tune into all the new and the full moon forecasts. You're starting to feel a part of it. Tell us what's hap what happens from there. Okay, well, um, I guess if that moment in 2000 drowned with Karma getting one, and it's just the sequel, Karma getting two. Don't you think after Karma getting one that that's it? Like I went through yeah, but, I mean, I, I, but then all my whole life there's never can be never worse than a you're on the stuff. This should and then and he'll make Chiron return. Ooh, okay. So Chiron return happens around age 50, right? 
Yes, fifty-one to fifty-three in your children. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So you have your 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 Uranus return in your mid forties. Yeah, Uranus opposition. Uranus opposition. Sorry. Like and eighty-four have, years. Do the yes. Complete run. Yes, and then you have your your Chiron return early fifties, and this is the second. This is Carmageddon part two. So Carmageddon two. Yes. Okay. All right. The Tell us about it. Should be even even more. Okay. Yeah, um, this has a lot to do with the COVID and the lockdown situation. I know so many of us have gone through and kind of completely unaware of the pride. I was living in Scotland, actually, at the time and just moved there several months prior and just started a new job for a uh, government organization there in Scotland. And uh, work was almost like a, not like a vacation, but like a, a um, retreat for me in some ways because of the difficulty I would say in my own situation. But all of a sudden, I found myself working from home with someone that was complying to the house 24 hours a day. And I know that, you know, for many, many relationships, those moments were either like make or break moments, I guess. You so you were still you're... with, you were still with the Italian woman that you yeah, met? Yeah, the Italian okay. woman. Okay. Exactly. And um, so that was a very difficult moment, I guess you could say. First of all, I got COVID before I really even knew what COVID was. Coming back from Italy to Scotland in early January of 2020. Um, both of us came down quite sick, but I almost to the point where I had like difficulty breathing and would go to the emergency room and they would, you know, kind of look at me and say, oh, we don't know what's wrong with you. But here in Scotland, we call it the hundred day cough. If you still have your cough after a hundred days, that's what the, um, the primary doctor, um, told me, you know, come back and see me, but obviously getting that and about COVID, so it's a, well, maybe this just what. Because like Scotland, like you cough all winter long, you have problems breathing because you're coughing so much. And but little did I know um, that that's, that's really what it was: COVID and obviously antibodies and all of that. And so, um, because of that situation, I had certainly some of the um, symptoms of long COVID, like with the the tiredness and the difficulty of concentration and um, all of those issues, which may they And then obviously the stress of the situation where that I was living in at the time and um, decisions basically that have been made that the time when I married, she was going back to Italy and I was going to have to make the trade other to stay in Scotland and try and get by where a job where I would be a struggle because of the issues, even though I enjoyed it because I was doing important work there or to follow her back to Italy. And um, this is actually a moment where I consulted an astrologer and had a horror reading about it. Can you just briefly explain what horrorary astrology is? Of course, yes. Why you chose that reading in this particular situation? Yes, because so a horrorary reading is where they basically look at the chart of the moment that you ask a question. And it's almost like um, a divination type of scenario, like you would use a tarot card spread. So you want to answer a question. In this case, it was, um, should I stay at my job in Scotland or should I follow my wife back to Italy? And um, I'd say in this case, it was very clear um, 
that to stay in Scotland and work would be Venus in the Ninth House, which is actually, you know, something that you would like to see. It means you're going to have a lot of learning, you're going to have, you know, a lot of charming type of beautiful type situation. Or I could go to Mars in the Sixth House if I were to go back to Italy. Whoa, interesting. So how did you interpret Mars in the Sixth House? Mars in the Sixth House, obviously there's been that time all been kind of years of conflict that it would just be kind of like the general daily conflict strength of a situation of two people that had very different interests and uh, personalities and some cultural, I mean, differences as well that um, wow. were not letting us mesh very well. And I say in this case, I chose to purposely ignore the astrology to my um, great. I did. I did. I felt, I don't know. I I just felt um, I had to like, you know, I guess being a a tarot, we can be very stubborn about things. And I just wanted to say that I had given absolutely everything I got, even though I was very clear from both my own Feelings and from the astrology that it probably wasn't going to work out, but hmm. uh, wow. basically, okay. I was it was a confirmation. This, I, I was so thinking this story was going to be you went with Venus in the ninth, and, and no, the, no, I went with Mars in the sixth, and okay. it all worked out exactly as the astrologer gave me this reading said it would. So I went back to Italy, and um, you know, with the vac, uh, the story with the vaccinations and. Uh, why it's a, to them was very anti-vaccination, which led to a lot of complications um, because you needed, uh, I think, similar to America, you know, paths to go into situations. And I ended up having to do do it for um, work I was doing in school. Um, but it was very, yes, it was very much that Mars in the sixth house situation: constant stress, constant turmoil, constant. And then I ended up um, deciding to separate, to go take the job, um, teaching English at a, at a public school in, a, in another town in Italy, a couple hours away. And again, while I was in that situation, and this was in November, 2021, right when the nodes were shifting into Taurus and Scorpio. And, um, you know, I should mention my chart rulers and Scorpio and I will want, I have my fun. Mercury and Saturn and Taurus and my ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife, had Scorpio moon and Scorpio rising. So we, there's a lot of dynamics there. And so this was both hitting our, our charts really hard. We separated, um, but attention not uh, and to see, I guess, if things could be improved upon in some way, or I know I was, I was just a situation that was unlivable for me at that point. And as I was doing that, um, I come home in the evening to the small apartment and so very you know, isolated, alone. At that point, the inner circle was moving to a new platform called Mighty Networks that allowed a whole different way of engagement that I wasn't able to do with Facebook previously. And I introduced myself from uh, Mighty Networks and made a few connections, started talking at all to people, but um, mainly I was looking for someone to just kind of share my love and passion and astrology with. And um, one of the people that responded to my introduction um, also lived in Europe 
and we became quite close, I guess you could say, and started having long astrological conversations that would go well into the night and uh, texting back and forth about transit, sharing our opinion, looking at our chart. You know, it was really interesting to get to know somebody at that kind of level, really, before you had met them or knew them as a person. But, um, you know, now that I have gotten to know her, obviously, and she's turned out to be, you know, at exactly what I would have predicted with her chart. And like, you know, we have a lot of things like her moon, trying my moon. And, you know, we have, so we have our Venuses are in the same sign. So we have a lot of the similar things that would show levels of compatibility, right? I didn't even tell this part of the story where one of my very interesting dives into astrology was because my first two wives all both had their birthdays within two weeks of each other. What? And so there would probably be that psychologically, if I know there's the psychological reasons that you choose partners, but I've I see so many similarities between what I experienced in my first marriage and what I experienced in my second marriage that there's just got to be something more here in chance. And so, yeah, I, I did. And it, a lot of it probably turned out to be with the fact that um, they had Mars and Saturn and the North Node conjunct in areas where I have both my Chiron and my IC. Whoa, interesting. So your past and your deepest wound. Yes. Right? It's like the IC being your, like where you've come from essentially, right? And then... Yeah, and you yeah, know, or and your home environment as and well. Your, right? And your home, your foundation, and your deepest wound. Wow, that is that's magical. I mean, and that's just like talk. Carmageddon is the right, absolutely the right term, right? Because yeah. that's showing like some of your karmic patterning, and you were choosing similar partners to play out. Some sort of yeah, so it from a very similar family situation with the controlling and abusive parent that is, I was always afraid to play gate and be the you know people pleaser and the you know uh, the one that would probably maintain order and you know and so that really was the pattern I was playing out. Okay, did you graduate? Like, is this is 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 your new? But it, what what's her like configuration? Is it is it very different? It is completely different. Okay, uh, good. Yes, and um, she's she's also an inner circle member. Obviously, she, I won't let her. She can out herself if she wants to. Oh my god, I'm so that. Said, um, yes, we. I mean, like I said, we have. Um, even though there is an age difference by um, a number of years, um, you know, I mean, from the moment we met, that was just like, just one. Synchronicity after, you know, another just um, so much in common. We're both very intellectual. She has um, both her rising and a moon in um, Libra, which is another air sign. I have a lot of air energy as well. She has um, her sun and other planets in Cancer, which, you know, a lot of my Taurus energy goes very well. And so, um, yeah, it was completely different from when I had experience. In those first two relationships, I mean, knowing the person is different than knowing the chart. You really, really, you really do get to know a lot about a person from their chart. 
I do have to say. For sure. I mean, especially when you, I think that in relationships, people can go either way. Like they can use the astrology to sort of put, put their partner in a box or like limit their partner. But if you, if you know the, the range of expressions and you know the, 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 I want to say, I'll give it an example, like Leo, for example, gets a bad rap of, you know, wanting to hog the spotlight and being all about themselves and, you know, all that. But when you understand the, the deeper why for the outer expression, right? So people see them in the spotlight and assume that, that that's because they want it. But from what I've learned from all of our amazing astrologers is that oftentimes it's that they know that spot needs to be filled and they know they can do it. Like they know that a leader needs to step up and they know that they can do it. So they don't always want to, but they, but they're, but they know they can and they know it's needed. So they do, you know? So I think that, that if you are approaching astrology and you're understanding that the, the deeper motivation behind some of the outward expression that it can, it's absolutely helpful because you're, yeah, you're under- like, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, but, but yeah, you're right. It's important not to pigeonhole someone based on their astrology and say like, oh, Scorpios are bad or all Geminis are bad. I mean, that's not, it's not true. Every sign has, uh, um, it's, you know, bright side and it's shadow side and, um, it's all basically how it's worked with and we're all giving different, I guess you could say tests or different challenges in life and they're unique to us in that sense. And it's all based on what, you know, what written, I guess, in the stars, you know, what, what the cosmic science is and saying our, our unique challenges. My honesty of mine was centered a lot around self-worth, a lot around the body because of my Taurus situation, starting to conjunct my Saturn. And I've had weight issues up and in my back and forth my whole life um, and learning to deal with that. And obviously my health issues now as well. Uh, but, you know, everybody has their own unique challenges. And that's the beautiful thing about astrology is that we uh, we all have the right challenges seems to help us to learn and grow the most. And um, with that saying that you could take all your problems and give them to someone else and they would give you yours, then you immediately take yours back. Kind of that idea. I mean, we, we all just have what we have in our charts because that's what's right for us. Oh my gosh. So this is, this is truly an astrological love story. I yes, love you it. Yes, that. So much. So you have found... And how great for you both that you can share this passion on such a, like, I, I mean, I love that you're up texting about transits and like, thank you, that this is like where the connection is. And I mean, there's so much to explore within that. I can, I can absolutely see it. So now what? So you're, you've, you've fallen in love with someone in the inner circle who remains unnamed. Um, maybe someday she'll agree to come on the podcast and you two can, can talk yeah, you together. You, she'll hear this for sure. And so, uh, yes. Okay. You're, you're invited officially. All right. Okay. So yeah. make sure she, she knows the invitation. Yes. Well, I just invited her. I'm sure we'd all love to meet her. And, and I mean, I think the thing that's so cool about this, I'm sure a lot of people out there are like, oh, wow, that would be so amazing because we do often share this love of astrology in a silo. You know, the people 
many people I talk to, they, they don't have people in their lives who they can share this with. And it really does become a passion. It becomes, it's, it's almost like a romance in and of itself. You know, you fall in love with astrology, but really you're falling in love with yourself. You're falling in love with the universe. You're falling in love with life. You've said something really important there that you fall in love with yourself. And I, I believe that is the ultimate goal with like life and my whole depth looking at the um, charts of the relationships I was in. But in the end, you know, it was my chart. It was my energy. It was myself. But I had to fall in love with the draw in this person that um, could relate to those qualities. And as long as I was not loving myself or putting all my energy, trying to make other people happy, keep their worlds the way they wanted them, then I probably never would have been in that situation where I could have met this person that echoed so many similar things in my chart. Ah, yes. And do do you feel, well, let, let me back up one sec. It's the reason why the community is such a core piece of what we do. It's because there's so many people out there like yearning to be in a pool or like, you know, in a, in a stream of people who they can talk about this with, because it's, it's, it is so juicy. It is so endless. It is so inspiring. And there's really that. And and a lot of it is, is bouncing it off people. Like I see this, what do you see? You know, this is happening that I'm going through this transit. Has anybody else gone through this? Tell me about your experience. So much of it is in learning through each other's stories. Yes. Let me ask you this. So you said that it is, it has been a story of falling in love with yourself, that when you were sort of denying these aspects of yourself, you were also drawing in partners that didn't really, they didn't really match with your energy. They didn't match with you, with who you are, but you weren't allowing yourself to be who you are. So of course, why would it match, right? How do you feel now? Like, how, how has this shifted the way you, you move through the world, the way that you experience your day-to-day reality? How is life now? Uh, it's completely changed 180 degrees in that sense. Well, I mean, you could look at it in one way in that I'm um, basically only working part-time in the moment doing cleaning services in a jet, in a health center as things get settled here, staying with my sister at the moment until the divorce final and all that. On the outside, it may look like my life is completely falling apart. On the inside, it feels completely different. I feel completely at peace. I feel like I'm finally able to um, express and be the person I've always wanted to be. I feel like I have insight that I've gained from knowing so much astrology and from everything I've learned in the community and particularly from sharing so much with this, uh, we call it ourselves astro buddies oh, so, so, so that's um, my dear astro buddy about oh. the situation that it's so you know i've never been happier in my life god i love what you just said from the outside it might look like my life is falling apart but from the inside i'm happier than i've ever been and more at peace than i've ever been i i mean that that's the thing is 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 the, with carmageddon's is it can look like that. And and probably the first time you went through your Carmageddon, it probably felt like that too. Like it probably it felt. Well, it did. Uh, during the process of going through both, yes, it did feel really heavy. Um, and there are some Plutarch aspect as well, which normally do feel heavy. But as yeah. 
yes, um, as you, that's the great thing about the astrology is you can always look and say, well, this moment's going to pass. This is not my whole life. I'm not, you know, honestly, not sure that I can say that I would be here with you without astrology because sometimes I was so deeply depressed about my situation. But I can always go to astrology and say, you know, this moment is here for a reason. What can I learn from this moment? You know, this is important karma that I have to learn from. I mean, all these insights, and obviously, like it, that it's, it's not forever. All these insights I never would have had with that astrology. Oh my gosh, you're, you're confirming another like hypothesis that I've had, which is that astrology can be literally life saving. Yes. Not just life changing, but life saving because what you just described there is that it gave you a context for why you were going through what you were going through. It gave you purpose. It gave you yeah. a guiding light and it gave you a time frame that's so big when you're in those moments that feel so oppressive and so just hard, you know, and heavy and tedious and knowing I, I was the same way, Jeff, and it's still continuing, you know, as I go through different waves and different transits, it's like, okay, this is like, even at the time in my, my, my first Carmageddon, it was at least a two, three year period. And, and the astrologer could tell me that. And that seemed both like excruciating, but also gave me hope because it was like, one of the thoughts that's the most crushing in those moments is this is the way it's always going to be. Like, this is how I'm always going to feel. I'm always going to be depressed or I'm always going to be alone or I'm always going to be whatever it is. So, wow. Amazing. I feel so grateful that you, just so you all know, I said to our inner circle members, are there any of you that have gone through a big transit that have a story to tell? Like, are there any of you who are willing to share a story of transformation that you've gone through and where astrology has helped you through that time. I was flooded with stories. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a couple of people might say yes, but I, I was flooded with stories. And so I would, if, if you all find this interesting, I would love to make these stories of transformation a regular part of our podcast schedule. Because first of all, I love it so much. I get to meet all these incredible individuals that are part of our community. And also, I think there's inspiration in here for all of us to-, to just, certainly for me. Right? I mean, and, and there's someone out there going, God, I'm in my Carmageddon. And, and Jeff's story has just given me hope that A, I can come through it. B, I can come through it better than ever. And C, maybe I'll find love. <laughs> yeah. Right, right? You can meet your astro buddy on the, in the inner circle. You too can meet your astro buddy. I love it. Jeff, thank you so much for being here and for sharing this with us. It has been such a pleasure to meet you. And just, it's just been an honor to have this glimpse into your world and to hear more of your story. Thank you for sharing. It's been my pleasure, Amanda. Thank you for everything you're doing. Like I said, you literally are not just helping lives. You, I think you really, the work you and all of the team and the astrologers are doing are, I think, are literally saving lives. Mm. Wow. It's kind of breathtaking. Thank you, Jess. Um, and for any of you who want to be a part of this inner circle, we would love to have you. We would just love to share these experiences with you. We really do journey together. It's like we, it, I always think of us on this canoe and we're, we're rowing our boats together. There's lots of canoes out there. So sometimes 
some of us are in stormier seas than others. Sometimes some of us are ahead of, of the other boats and can and say, hey, like over here, there's there's clearer waters or I have a different perspective I can give you as I'm navigating this patch of the ocean. And together, it's, it just, it, it, it feels like you have a support network and you do. So if you are interested in that, if you feel like that could be beneficial in your life, if you would love to have a cyclical way to stay in tune with the astrology, to have the opportunity to go deeper with the astrologer teachers that you meet here on the podcast that you fall in love with, you can to actually engage with them in the community. You can ask questions. You can really um, get to be a part of, of their teachings in a, in a new way at, at a deeper level. Um, all this is available to you. We would love to have you in the inner circle. Now is definitely the time to join if you're even remotely on the fence about it. Jump in, see if you like it. If you don't, you can leave it any time. It's astrologyhub.com slash IC23. Jeff, is there anything you'd want to say in, in closing or in parting or it just if there's anything you would say to someone who's out there who's thinking about joining the inner circle but still not sure or just anything in general? I would say, um, you know, take the chance what you have to lose. Uh, whatever you do, don't, don't, you know, give up hope. If you're in a tough moment, if you're in a tough relationship, if you think things are never going to change, you know, astrology can help. You, it can really give you a sense of that guidance and the hope you're looking for. So take a chance. Thank you. Perfect. Beautiful. Such a pleasure. Thank you, Jeff, for coming. Thank you sharing your story. I really appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. Thank you for being here, for being a part of our community. Thank you for loving astrology. But like, as we identified today, thank you for loving yourself enough to be curious and to ask the question and to be open and to receive the guidance. I truly believe that the right people at the right time are hearing the right words. And so I hope that that is you today here. And I just thank you for being a part of our community. And I can't wait to catch you on the next episode. I'd love to connect with you in the inner circle if that's part of your path. If not, we'll be here every week sharing astrological guidance and wisdom and stories and all the things that, that you love here at Astrology Hub. So thanks for being a part of it. And Jeff, see you in the inner circle. I'll right. see you there. Take care, everyone. Every day, people around the globe turn to astrology to find inner peace and fulfillment, gain a deeper understanding of themselves and others, and navigate the tricky and complex world around them, only to be left lost and confused by resources that demand too much of their time, energy, and brain power. Because no matter how much you focus or commit to learning about astrology, you're trying to decipher the world's largest encyclopedia and while learning astrology isn't supposed to be simple, it's a whole lot easier when you can tap into the minds of the world's best astrology experts and a community of like-minded souls who are here to support you on your journey. That's where we come in. Welcome to Astrology Hub's Inner Circle, home for curious newbies, devoted enthusiasts, and anyone looking to use astrology to consciously navigate their path ahead and transform their lives. Inner Circle members get exclusive access to new astrologer guides each month to lead you through different astrological topics and perspectives, detailed live new moon and full moon forecasts, 
to guide you through the lunar cycle and work with the cosmic tides. A new mastery class each month teaching a different astrological technique so you can gain confidence in your chart reading skills. Monthly live chart demos and Q&A with astrologer guides with a chance to submit your chart to be used as an example and access to our private community where you can discuss the cosmic tides, share your art and creativity, ask questions about your chart, and share insights and resources with your fellow students. Plus, exclusive bonus supporting content, including a live new moon intention setting ceremony each month, daily text cosmic updates on important transits and energies, and bonus mastery classes on the part of fortune and spirit with Donna Woodwell, retrograde planets with Michelle Dench, and the Galactic Center with Julia Balas. The Inner Circle community is the place for anyone hungry for meaningful connection with other students of astrology, and enrollment is currently open for new students. We know that everyone has their own unique path to discovery. The Inner Circle will meet you where you're at and give you the tools to get where you want to go with our step-by-step -step learning path guide. We may be all different and on our own paths, but we're all under the same sky. And our community is home to thousands of people united in our individuality and shared journey of discovery. Go to astrologyhub.com IC23 to learn more. I really hope that you'll join us on the inside.